this morning, right now, are you ready to praise the Lord? The Bible says, shout for joy to the Lord. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. We invite you to sing and worship with us today as we celebrate our awesome God.
What one word, what one word is the same in every language? Hallelujah is right. And what does hallelujah mean? Hallelujah means praise ye the Lord. Why are we commanded to praise God? Why is praise a command? Is it because God needs buttering up? No, it's because our faith needs building up. <laughs> praise, praise, praise is the key to revealing our awesome God. The psalmist says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You see, we all have a choice. That's right. You can magnify your problems by your fears and by your worries or through praise. <laughs> we can magnify our problem solver, our awesome God who cannot and will not fail us. So, from the mountains to the valleys, let's lift up our voices and sing hallelujah, praise ye the Lord.
know, one time the Bible reports Jesus healed ten lepers. But how many came back to thank him? Only one. Only one praised him with thanksgiving. And guess what? Jesus noticed it. The Bible says, weren't all ten healed? Jesus asked. Where are the other nine? Didn't anyone else return and give praise to God except this one? Then Jesus said to him, notice this, your faith has made you whole. I want you to notice something special here. Ten were healed, but only one was made whole. You see, thanksgiving and an attitude of gratitude brings wholeness in our lives. The more you enter His gates with thanksgiving, the more you'll love to sing His praises, the more He'll make you whole. Hallelujah.
you enjoyed yourself this morning? Yeah. Is it okay to do something a little different? Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. You know, once Jesus was invited to a dinner party. He was invited to this dinner party by a religious leader by the name of Simon. But Simon didn't greet Jesus with the common courtesies of the day. He didn't wash Jesus' feet. He didn't give him a kiss on the cheek or anoint his head with oil. He didn't greet Jesus like he should have. But a woman, a party crasher, a woman did. Her only desire was to worship Jesus. And Jesus rebuked that religious leader for criticizing the woman. Jesus said, do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet, for she loved much. Simon knew all about religion, but he didn't know how to touch the heart of God through worship. How many, how many religiously come to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, yet they have no desire to touch our Lord's heart in worship. Our awesome God longs to enjoy intimacy with you through praise, through worship. It doesn't matter if that worship comes from a pipe organ or an electric guitar. It doesn't matter if you sing from the hymn book or you sing from a video screen. It doesn't matter if it's a city cathedral or some jungle hut in Africa. What matters is this. Is God there? Is God there? Is the Lord there? And He comes. The hearts which are really hungry, really, really hungry, just for Him.
Are you hungry for more of God? Do you have a renewed passion to press into His presence? As you come into His presence, you discover how really awesome He is. Last week we preached about the universe, how creation reveals our awesome God. The design of the universe, its complexity. The design reveals a designer. He's also our God. He's also given us the Holy Scriptures. Every page of the Bible reveals our God. But our awesome God's greatest revelation of Himself is not through creation and not even through the Bible. God's most awesome revelation of who He is came when He visited our planet as Jesus. 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 Jesus healed the sick. He fed the hungry. He blessed the children. He cast out the demons. He raised the dead. And He stilled the storms. And Jesus said this. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Use that one on your Jehovah Witness friends. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. If you want to know the heart of God, just look at Jesus. Jesus is just as close as the mention of His name. Come into His presence. Let Him wrap His arms around you. He's your healer. He's your Prince of Peace who can still any storm. He's our awesome God. Only in His presence will you find fullness of joy.
and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You see, real worship is a response to who our God is. I've discovered something. Your level of praise and worship will be proportionate to how awesome you see your God. Think of it. The one we worship is not some old man upstairs sitting in heaven's rocking chair, wringing his hands, wondering what he's going to do next. The one we worship, he's not some angry Allah or some mystical Confucius. He's not some fat-bellied Buddha. My Bible and your Bible says he's El Shaddai. The Almighty One. He's Jehovah Jireh, my great, your great provider. He's Jehovah Rophe, our healer. He's Jehovah Nisi, our victorious God. And like the angels, in His awesome presence, all we can do is cry, Holy.
expression that we hear repeated three times in heaven. We don't hear worthy, worthy, worthy. We don't hear glory, glory, glory. But we do hear holy, holy, holy. The most apt description of our perfect, infinite, intimate God. A God who's still in the miracle business. I can prove that. Right up here just now when we lost power up in the tech booth. Your pastor made a quick prayer. Oh God, heal that whatever it is. And it did. <laughs> it worked. Hallelujah. Why do we pray? Prayer works. Amen. He's a miracle, wonder-working God. Do you remember what God's people, the Israelites, said when they came into the promised land? Despite God's promises, despite his awesome miracles, they said when they spied out the land, we can't possess the land. There's giants in the land, and we're like grasshoppers to them. Those people had adopted a lousy view of who their God really is. They had so magnified, they had so enlarged their problems and so downsized their God into a small, puny God who was unable and unwilling to help them. I ask you this morning, how big is your God? I said, how big is your God? Perhaps it's time to catch a fresh vision, a fresh revelation of who your God really is. When you press into God's presence with praise and worship, you discover with God all things are possible. You discover our God is able to do that which is abundantly more than what we can imagine, ask or think. You discover if God be for us, can be against us. Yes, God is so transcendently and profoundly glorious that the mighty angels of heaven shield their eyes as they view His glorious blazing presence. But the Almighty is also all-loving. And as we realize that the King of the universe also became a baby in a manger and also became a savior upon a cross. All we can say is you are awesome in this place, mighty God.
song in my mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I feel the Spirit of the Lord quickening me right now. Some of you have come to this service this morning facing battles, facing trial and tribulation, and God wants to put a new song in your heart. It's a song of praise. It's a song of worship that reveals an awesome God. You see, God will deliver you from your troubles as you press on into Him with His song of praise that He places within your heart. Listen, when the doctor says that your test results are positive and your whole world is spinning out of control, press on, press on in praise. When you lose your job, and you don't know how you're going to pay the bills. Press on. Press on in praise. When the hurt, the hurt goes so deep. And you feel like giving up. Keep pressing on. Keep pressing on in praise. And listen. Even when the very demons and the forces of hell are attacking your life. Speak to your mountains. Speak to your mountains of difficulty. Speak to your mountains of demonic attack. Speak to them in praise and press on. Press on. Today, right now, this morning, if you're facing difficulties, if you're facing mountains, hear me in this. If you've come into this service weighed down, burdened down with difficulty, trouble, and tribulation, at a certain point in this song that we're about to sing, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to invite you to stand up and speak to your mountains. Your standing up is a confession to the halls of hell and the, the highways of heaven that our God reigns, that He's in control. I'm going to invite you to stand up at that moment, at that time, and press on with praise. When I do, Stop telling God how big your mountain is. And start telling your mountain how big and awesome your God is. Let's press on. Let's press on. Let's press on with praise.
Press on, press on, press on. It's too soon to quit. Lift up your eyes and see your commander-in-chief. Hallelujah. He's never lost a battle. He knows no retreat. He knows no defeat. Press on. The last book of the Bible. The book of Revelation records. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a voice like a trumpet. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. His head and hair were white as snow and his eyes were blazing like a blazing fire. His voice was like the sound of many rushing waters. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he said unto me, Fear not, I am the first and last. I am he that lived and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of hell and of death. And I looked, and behold, a throne was set in heaven. And one sat on the throne. And from the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and ten times ten thousand. They encircled the throne, and in a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength honor and glory and praise. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, shouting, Hallelujah! For the Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us be glad and give Him glory, for behold, He is coming soon. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let Say, come, even so, come, Lord Jesus. And then I saw heaven standing open, and there was before me a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. His eyes were like blazing fire, and on his head were many crowns. His name is the Word of God, and on his robe, and on his thigh, he has this name written,
stand here today in awe, in awe of our awesome God. <laughs>